right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 15 of Inside Weekly Trends with your co-hosts, Landon Campbell and Stephanie Zielinski. This is right now being recorded on June 23rd, Thursday. It's going to be going live on our website, inside.com, on the 24th, which is a Friday, tomorrow. It's been a long week, Stephanie. We have a lot of cool things and some negative things to talk about. Um, so how about we just dive right in? Let's dive into this bear market, Landon. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the first one is, it's a pretty big blow, not just for... Um, well, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm a little biased for this one because I'm calling in from Chicago right now. I'm based in Chicago. I have a lot of love from um, for Chicago. And one of the biggest cities, uh, uh, sorry, one of the biggest companies in Chicago is moving to Miami, which is another favorite city of mine. But it was just announced that Ken Griffin, the CEO of Citadel, is moving Citadel from Chicago to Miami following crime complaints. Um, you know, there's been a lot of back and forth between Ken Griffin, who is I believe like the 128th richest person in the world. Um, he's mm. worth $28 billion. Um, actually, correction there. He's in the top 50 uh, wealthiest um, CEO of Citadel. There's been a lot of back and forth between him and another billionaire, Illinois Governor J.B. Prixer, uh, about crime for some time now. And I guess finally, um, Ken just <laughs> up and wants to move to Miami, which uh, we were both in Miami last month, Stephanie. I'm curious, you know, mm -hmm. your unbiased opinion, not calling it from Chicago. What are your thoughts on this? Well, I have a bias towards Miami because I'm a Floridian through and through. True. Um, gosh, Jason Calacanis has the funniest perspective on Miami and it's so harsh. He just thinks that people there are just so beautiful and <laughs> not the uh, academic caliber of someone from New York and his biases towards New York. I don't know. I think um, Miami has a finance future ahead of it. It already is quite a financial hub. You know, we talk about it a lot in terms of its relation to crypto, because what does the mayor do with crypto? He gets his salary talks in about crypto. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, he's very bullish on crypto, um, the blockchain. Does, does he receive a salary or a portion of the salary in Bitcoin? I'm not sure about that, but I know that he has... Um, you know, he's created a lot of different programs for people to receive, um, you know, salary in the form of crypto. And, you know, he's constantly talking about having Miami be the not just the tech hub, the VC hub, but also the crypto hub of the U.S., which right. might even end up being the world one day. So, um, you know, I think a lot of people just talk about, um, you know, in the past why they're moving their companies to Miami. And they a lot of the times say it's a better corporate environment uh, compared to a lot of these other cities. So I think that this is something that... Uh, um, not just Chicagoans, not just Midwesterns, but other cities, um, you know, that are facing a lot of um, large companies leaving. This is something that they should think about because this is now a thousand jobs leaving the city of Chicago. Um, and it's not just jobs. I mean, these are, you know, people that work at Citadel, I mean, can always go on to do bigger and better things for the cities uh, that they're mm -hmm. a part of. So great, great um, congratulations to the mayor of Miami for creating a wonderful environment there and for the city of Miami, but um, tough blow for Chicago. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. Um, so we also have some not so good news. Um, you know, we've been following a lot of layoffs on this show, Stephanie. Um, yeah. Cameo, Coinbase last week, Masterclass, um, which is a website I'm very familiar with. I've used their program. Um, it's a lot of fun. They're cutting 20% of their workforce. Um, total workforce is 600 person staff um, because they felt like they were, I feel like Coinbase kind of said similar things. They felt like they were growing a little too fast and want to focus on some of the basics and just really make sure that they're able to adapt to the worsening macro environment and get self-sustainable um, much faster. So CEO just tweeted yesterday, they're cutting 20%. Have you had a lot of time to dive into this one, Stephanie? And what are some of your thoughts? 
the aesthetics of masterclass are like the top tier. And I see a lot yeah. of companies in today's day and age that are like this breed of like creative agencies, like beautiful production and a business. Mm -hmm. And when they lean really heavily towards that, like beautiful production end and less towards like a practical, uh, you know, use in the real world, I start to worry a little bit. Yeah, totally. Does that make sense? No, that does make sense. That was more sad. It's like, this is so beautiful. How useful is it? But I do think masterclass is extremely useful. And yeah. education is moving this way. I mean, people will, I I hope, rely so much less on formal education in the, in the future and move towards um, self-educating through resources like masterclass and the dozens of other course platforms that are out there. A lot of great tools for curation as well um, that I've learned a lot from. I mean, you know, it's almost like YouTube is its own university. You can learn a lot on a lot of these different platforms, something that we're trying to give to our community as well at Inside. So really helpful. Yeah. Um, and then the final point I want to talk about after talking about, you know, these layoffs and companies leaving cities, we proposed a um, question to our community. You know, people can go on inside.com right now and ask any question to the community and see the awesome thread of answers that come in. Um, sort of, you know, AMA type questions as well. Um, and our director of research and editorial, former co-host for Inside Weekly Trends, Brian, just asked, what are the best hiring platforms for startups right now? Which I guess is a very important question, um, considering, you know, the massive layoffs that we're seeing. Um, and it's been great to kind of see some of these answers come through uh, from what you guys are saying and tools that you guys use. Uh, Swing yes. Search. Yeah, yeah. you know, Landon, I would encourage anyone listening right now to go to inside.com and read this thread because it is updated in live time. You can see the most recent results. You can add your input. It's a conversation. Mm -hmm. And at Inside, we are always trying to be helpful to you. We want to actually improve your life. And this question, this community question that you'll find under the topic business um, is very helpful because you see a lot of people throwing out um, the URLs of their favorite hiring platforms for different industries. Um, we are going to have, as of today, I just clicked on it for the first time ever, a jobs forum on inside.com. Yeah, I see that open so, right now. So yeah, inside.com slash jobs and list your own jobs. Brand um, new. Yeah. We really want to add value to the lives of the inside.com users. And this jobs forum is a huge way that we're doing that. So you can actually see job openings now on the website. This is super cool. Um, and yeah. again, not just inside jobs, people are going to be able to add their own jobs. Oh, so yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Our developers have been working really hard on this. Inside.com is a very fast changing platform. And we hear your feedback when you, the users, ask for new features on the website. We are creating them every day. So every very exciting advancement for inside.com. Yeah. Um, so let's dive in a little deeper to our website, uh, Stephanie. I believe you have some points that you wanted to share um, yes. from questions posed by the community and uh, more. Yes. Another community question posted by me today. I am asking for you, anyone who's on inside.com, to give me a prompt for OpenAI's Dolly. Dolly is a visual AI. It has learned so much about what pictures look like through the... Um, programs that 
OpenAI has been running Dolly through. And so if you give it a very detailed creative prompt, give it a, a subject matter, a style, it will spit out incredible images. So um, head to inside.com. When you click on topics, click on AI. And you will see that community question that I posted. You can um, give a prompt for Dali and you can read notes that I typed up from the onboarding. It's a special onboarding for artists. I don't know if everyone knows this. My degree is in painting, uh, artist background. And who would have thought that this gave me access to the most <laughs> cutting edge AI? And I really appreciate OpenAI for uh, the value that they put on artists to move this technology forward in a way that benefits humanity. Yeah, that's so cool. I'm going to make sure to um, add some submissions to your thread. And, uh, <laughs> it's I'm, jealous. I'm really jealous that you have it. I know. I'm, I'm super. I've been so jealous of every person before now that has gotten access. There are a million people on the waiting list. They are doing an artist onboarding right now. A thousand people a week. It is one person, Natalie, who is onboarding all of these artists. And I was on a call with wow. people from hundreds of people from all over the world this morning. Um, I feel like there's one other thing to say about Dolly. Oh, 50 prompts a day is my max. So I won't be able That's to enter more than 50. It's going to go fast, Landon. I feel like it, maybe I'll do it on Twitter too. If I do that, it'll go yeah. even faster. But I'm starting with the inside community. So bring your prompts to inside.com. That's so awesome. So yeah, make sure to check that out. And then what other stories do we have on the website this week? So Landon, we had a really great um, AMA with Daniel Stedman. He's the CEO of a company called Presto, and they are a writing program, specifically a micro journalism program for elementary school. And this guy was the editor of Brooklyn Magazine. He wanted to um, help uh, like build up journalism in schools. He um, sees the next generation as the place to start with like building this uh, skill set of like being able to differentiate between fact and opinion and uh, build these critical thinking skills that are important to the future of humanity. That's so exciting. Uh, let's dive into some of the questions that people asked him. Um, we can go with number one here. Biggest challenge for journalists maintaining credibility in social media world. Uh, what did he say? Biased pundits are making more money from media companies than unbiased journalists. Yeah, so, he said really, getting a job uh, is the biggest challenge. That's that's awesome. I love how to the point that is as well. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The next question was... Um, someone asked, how do you think the metaverse, like kids spending more time in the visual internet will affect kids desire to write? And, um, Daniel said, kids should realize that text, email, chatting in games, all of that is writing and writing matters. It's powerful. This is like a summary of what he said. Hmm. What else, Landon? Let's see. Advice for aspiring writers. I think that's wonderful advice. Yeah. Our question, um, write, as write as a daily exercise and write about what you love. Um, you know, that's a pretty simple. simple answer, but I mean, it's very effective and I agree 100%. Mm -hmm. If you want to get I've better at something, got to do it every speaking day. Of, speaking of masterclass, Amanda Gorman, the poet, the inaugural poet for Biden's um, yep. inauguration, she did a masterclass on writing poetry and she was so generous as to say, write every day, even if it's doodling a picture of a scarecrow. <laughs> she was like, just put a pen to paper every day. And I think that's really encouraging advice. That's awesome. Yeah, I saw an ad for that one too. So I'm going to have to mm -hmm. check that out. She's great.
let's do one more. We've got approach to microjournalism because Daniel said he is in the microjournalism world. And in response to that question about like, what is microjournalism? He linked a story from the Atlantic and a quote from that story, it was about like local newspapers and a quote from that story in the Atlantic is, we know what happens when a community loses its newspaper. People tend to participate less often in municipal elections and those elections are less competitive. Corruption goes unchecked and costs sometimes go up for town governments. Misinformation becomes the norm as people start to get their facts mainly from social media. So Daniel's focus on microjournalism is like a focus on local journalism written by the people who are impacted by the stories. Hmm. Well, that's one of the many AMAs that we're going to be having on our platform. I know we had a wonderful one last week and we're hoping to have them uh, every week at this point. So make sure to check out inside.com and even list your own AMA uh, if you want, if you're tuning in and believe you are an expert in something that you want to share with the community, um, you can list it at inside.com. Sweet. So Stephanie, to close us out, we can talk a little bit about uh, some events that we had this week focused on the future of the art market. Oh my goodness. Another artist co connection here, just like Dolly. I actually did get to speak with Noah Davis, the head of digital sales at Christie's about Dolly. Um, and he put it in the same pool as blockchain technology. He said, mm -hmm. AI, blockchain technology, NFTs, these are all tools that artists will use to create their work. And none of these tools are replacing artists. It's just going to advance art. Right, it's a it's a vector. Ultimately, mm. um, it, it's not about what NFTs are. And I think that's why people have such a viscerally negative act, uh, reaction sometimes because they get so caught up in what they are um, because it mm. challenges certain ideas about, about you know, ownership and what, yeah. what you should value, your systems of value. Um, <laughs> But it's what NFTs do. It's what what this technology does that is really, truly amazing and spectacular. So, um, yeah, he explained that the future of the art market will not be changed as much by what NFTs are, but by what they can do, by mm -hmm. what the technology can do. That's super cool. Um, and you thoroughly enjoy the conversation? Oh, my gosh. It's crazy because I've been so excited to talk to Noah and learn about the journey of NFTs at Christie's for so long. And just after that interview, which audience you can find at inside.com and on sure. our YouTube channel, just after we published that interview, Noah announced that he is moving from Christie's to CryptoPunks. Wow. <laughs> That's a big yeah. He's wow. going to be like head of brand at CryptoPunks. That is crazy cool. Good fit for him. Yeah. Perfect timing too. I mean, you know, a lot of these things are down. Um, maybe we'll see some mm. cool changes coming in the industry and space. Time to build. Yeah. I know Doodles too just announced um, that they're going to be working on, um, or Doodles announced that they're working on Doodles too. They brought Pharrell in as their chief branding officer. I saw that. Director. How fun. Yeah. yeah. No, I think a lot of these companies are uh, starting to take it serious, more serious. <laughs> yeah. 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 Big brands being built. Okay. Oh. Uh, because we're short on time, let me breeze through the last two um, takeaways from another Future of Art conversation I got to have with John Knopf. He is a um, photographer that's been published in Time Magazine. He's run his own gallery, a very accomplished photographer who is now deep in the NFT space. Um, he explained a very interesting tokenomic system, which is 
learn to earn. If you're familiar with um, blockchain gaming like Axie Infinity, you're familiar with play to earn. But in his DAO that he co-founded, Rug Radio, members have the chance to earn tokens through learning opportunities. And that gives them more and more access to governance tokens for the DAO. Like the idea is, is that somebody basically wants to make money by learning, right? So they go into a program like such as Rug Radio, where they buy a rug and it's yielding tokens. These tokens, you don't even have to be in the spaces to get these tokens. But if you are in the spaces, you're gonna make more tokens because you can have options to host. You can get, um, you can learn opportunities. There, there are so many different ways to be able to make money just by learning through us. But if you're yielding tokens, those tokens give you access to our DAO. And if you can get enough tokens, you can buy a governance DAO token. And if you can control the DAO, you have control of a company, a multi-million dollar company. That's a lot of power. You can do a lot of great things with that. So how I see learn to earn for the future is education obviously is vital and critical to what we're creating with crypto. And it's critical to the future of how the world generations are gonna excel. So if we're looking at that, we need to get them paid for being able to learn, give them incentivization other than education is going to eventually lead you to a job in the American dream because that's sold out. Everyone's done with that. People will live out of vans. They don't care anymore. <laughs> hashtag van life <laughs> right hashtag van life shout out to van lifers i mean i'm one of like i lived out of my car i get it you have to give incentivization otherwise homework is just slavery a quote from the end of uh this part of the conversation with john was the american dream is done people don't care anymore they'll live out of vans so this was like a cut to just like the traditional american dream of like go to college get a job work 40 years at that job retire the end, you know? Wow. <laughs> yeah, he's like new economic models. Okay, I will end today with um, something near and dear to my heart that John Knox, John Knox said. He was talking about a photo of his that was featured in Time Magazine's uh, OpenSea collection. Time gave the prompt of how do we solve the problems of the future? And John talked about education. He believes this is as much of an answer as we have to the world's problems. And um, in the clip that we will play now, John explains that one of his long-term goals for this DAO of Rug Radio is to fund teachers. Awesome. Let's roll the clip. And so like when I go to searching for answers or the future of blockchain or any of it, I believe that education is like the most important thing that solves all of the world problems. So what it all stems from is lack of funding for teachers. And so like my ultimate goal is to one day be able to fund all the teachers so that they're making a hundred thousand dollars a year so that they can support their lifestyles and, you know, educate their kids without having to like spend all of the money that they make on a stapler. It's, it's not fair. So I believe that all the world's problems can be solved with education. So what I see is like, and this is where it really dives deep. I believe that the future of education and everything that we're doing is going to go into the blockchain from tokenomics to getting paid for doing homework to how when you graduate when you're 18, you have enough money through the tokenomics to be able to just go to college or do whatever you want to do to be able to chase a passion. So like what we're doing right now is building these blocks and just like scratching the surface of how DAOs and how um, crypto economics and how, you know, the tokenomics and everything that we're creating in art, how it can really affect the future generations. We're just building it for them. 
you did not know that I was in a public school classroom for eight years before this, spending all my own money on staplers. So you get it. <laughs> oh gosh, every teacher that's listening to what you just said will get it. So there you have it, a hopeful vision for the future, new economic models, new creative ways of um, doing good work in the world and getting paid for it. That's all we have for today. Thank you for being here. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere you find podcasts, and continue to check out all of our events on our YouTube channel and on inside.com. See you next time.